0: entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. Now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business strategist on a mission. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainable profitability and guide your growth. I want to share the strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. I'm really excited to have my guest today, Katerina Rando. Katarina is a best-selling author, podcaster, and women's business mentor who passionately serves women on a mission. She shows women how to be loud and proud about the value they bring in order to serve more people and make their businesses thrive. Her books include Learn to Think Differently released in over 13 countries and several languages, A Woman's Guide to Starting a Giving Circle, and her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, which quickly hit number one in four Amazon best-selling categories. Impressive. Katarina is also the founder of Thriving Women in, the business, in business Center uh, in San Francisco. So welcome, Katarina, to Profit with a Plan podcast. Marcia, I am so happy to be with you. Yay. Thanks for doing this. So you caught my eye on several different um, areas. Um, you, uh, you are in my eWomen network, which is fabulous. Love it. Um, and uh, you talk a lot about helping women lift up. And the one thing that really caught my ear recently was you used the word creating Insta clients. <laughs> so tell me about Insta clients.
1: Well, Insta clients are when you meet someone And the first day you meet them, they become your client. Now, the way that I like to encourage people to do this is to use public speaking because when we are public speaking, we are not only open to the possibility of gaining Insta clients, but for sure, we're building Insta influence with everybody in the room. Wow. You know, that's a powerful
0: statement because what we're trying to do as business owners, the number one goal is to create more customers. So if we're creating more customers, what better way to talk to many
1: rather than talking to just one at a time? Exactly. And, you know, here's the other thing, Marcia. Let's say, for example, you and I were at the eWomen Network live and in person or now virtually and we're in a meeting and we all introduce ourselves. And then somebody says to us after, hey, I really liked you, let's get together. Well, the truth is that the more successful your business is, the less time you have to meet with every Mary Jane and Sheila that invites you. But here's the other thing. Let's say Mary's a health coach and Sheila's a relationship coach and Becky's a money coach Mm -hmm. and you just met them and now they want to get together and talk with you about your health and your money and your relationship. Forget it. Right. It's too, it's too intimidating of an ask instead though, if we did really like them and, and they invited us to come to their workshop Well, then we would be an insta-yes, right? Right. And so that's why this strategy is so effective. Love
0: it. So um, we have, so the listeners are all different ranges of business owners, not just coaches and that kind of thing. Um, I know that in a service-based world, if you're offering some sort of service to people, that you can speak about it. You can get up on stage and you can speak to other areas. But I think um, those that have a brick and mortar, such as a chiropractor or a dentist, or even an attorney, um, they can speak as well about their expertise, right?
1: They can, absolutely. And let's, let's talk about that. Because with any client base, with anything in the marketplace, there is some education involved. And the other thing is that people have to get used to the idea. You mentioned Marcia, chiropractor. Now, maybe for me and you, that's standard operating procedure going to the chiropractor, but not for a lot of people. And so the chiropractor offering a regular thing could be once a month, twice a month, come and learn about spine health, come and learn about preventing pain, right? Pain is a big Mm -hmm. motivator. That Then it has people be open to it that have never considered this option. And the other thing it does is it allows them to get to know the people, have the people begin to trust them, and then also for them to get used to the idea if they've never invested in that type of service or care, which is why this is so effective. Because for anybody that comes that's not an Insta client, the Mm -hmm. chiropractor can invite them back. The chiropractor can send them some materials. The chiropractor can check on them a little bit later and see how they're doing. And all of these build the relationship and more influence. I love it. And I think people think when you talk about
0: speaking, you think that they're on stage in front of hundreds or thousands of people with microphone in this performed presentation. That's not it at all. Exactly. exactly, And it could be just what you talked about. You invite a group of people together and you educate and you inform and you share. And I think that to me is a much better way than getting up on stage and blah, 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 you know, Tony Robbins or, or, you know, those kind of things up there. I think that, I think that that's the shift that business owners need to make. And when you make that
1: it's oftentimes very cost-effective, right? Exactly. And I love that you made this distinction, Marcia. I'm not trying to make anybody big motivational speaker. I'm my, my purpose is to support business owners in providing education, in having people have an experience of them and seeing, oh, she seems like a good guy. Oh, he's a good, she's a good gal. He seems like a good guy. And also for us as the facilitator, to make everyone in the room feel seen, heard, valued. And all of that contributes to us building influence with a lot of people at once. And also we can do this virtually. It doesn't have to be live and in person. Right, right. And um, I think
0: that the cost-effective nature is is truly wonderful because we all know that, um, marketing is essential for your business. If you don't market, your business will die. So this is a way to market gently without having to pay and pay and pay for the ads Mm -hmm. and the recordings and all these funny things. But this is simply inviting a group of people together to talk. I love this.
1: And it makes it, and it's not intimidating for the people. Which makes it even more effective, and then when and and also let's take the attorney, let's even take the plastic surgeon, okay, Marcia, mm-hmm. and people think, oh my god, that's so much money, and they're intimidated to go talk to the plastic surgeon, even though they're interested. Mm-hmm. Well, if he or she has a informational session, they get to meet them, they get to see, okay, yeah, I, I like this person, I seem to trust them. They sh- they educate. Because Marcia, there's four kinds of clients, if, if I could share. There's the, there's the Insta client who they meet you there I love you, let's work. Then there's the slow cooker. They're gonna take about three, maybe to six months. Then there's the super slow cooker. This is the person that takes up to a year, and the super, super slow cooker that takes more than a year. And mm-hmm. the thing is that take that plastic surgeon. Some people have to get used to the idea of the nip and the tuck, okay? Mm-hmm. And so for or the, the needle. Exactly. So for the plastic surgeon to have time for them to get used to the idea, and they send their newsletters also, and, and they stay in touch, and maybe they have another topic next month on something different, and another topic next month, which allows people to keep coming back for education. Those are those slow cookers and the super slow cookers. And eventually they will become the clients that this person now has an endless flow of clients.
0: And I think that's it. Um, That's the piece that that every business owner wants to have is that stream of clients that are coming in. But you can't get that unless you market or in this way, you have that um, education and group uh, conversation. But I think the really important part is, is not everybody's ready to buy today, but you have to have some sort of a nurturing campaign that goes along with that to keep them interested.
1: Yes. And so when you think of nurturing campaign, that's usually an email or even could be a, a postcard nurturing campaign. And what I'm suggesting is you are your nurturing campaign because every month you have something that you can invite people to. Let me give you an example, Marcia. A couple of weeks ago, I get a Facebook message from a lady. She says, hey, Katerina, I'm cleaning out my house. I just came across this. She sent me a little picture of a, where I had signed her book t- literally 20 years ago. And cool she, you know, she said, thank you for the inspiration. And after I said thank you back to her, I said, hey, Joan, come to my thing. We always want a thing. And of course, she came to my thing. And we had a nice conversation and she's not an Insta, but hopefully she's a sl- even more slow cooker after 20 years. And that's okay because, <laughs> because if you're going to be in business in the next few years, you're going to need those slow cookers. But Absolutely. my point is, you always want something to invite people to. So if you that's don't it. have a thing, we need to get a thing. I like that. So let's talk about some of the things that, that different businesses could
0: have sure. um, and not necessarily topics, but, but things. So it could be a group of people that meet um, for coffee, right? Or, Mm -hmm. and there's always sprinkled education on it. But what are some
1: of the other things that we could do? Okay, well, here's the guiding principle is the business owner wants to have a thing that allows them to showcase themselves. So for example, yes, for example, I was doing some teas for a while, I love tea. I'm a tea enthusiast. Let's get together, ladies, and have tea. And the thing is that when you think of ladies getting together for tea, that's, you know, a nice conversation with everybody. And I realized, yes, I was giving some super tips, but I wasn't getting to showcase my massive value enough. So out with the tea. Okay. Mm. Now, it could be coffee and conversation about whatever somebody's topic is. So they get to show the case themselves. Also, come and have a Q&A session about whatever your topic is. And this is an easy one, Marcia, for the people that don't consider themselves outstanding speakers. They could just make a list of the top 10 frequently asked questions on their topic. Bring that to the session. And then, of course, ask everybody who's there what questions they have. And then go through those questions. That is the best strategy for how to do it when you don't feel like a speaker.
0: Perfect. I love it. And to showcase yourself as the expert. And and I think think the important thing that turns me off, and, and I think you brought this up, is that if you say, come have tea... And, you, and, and then you talk about business. That's a whole different thing. So make sure you make it aware that, hey, this is an open, um, uh, an open Q&A or this is me showcasing some experiences I've had. So that way that the, the person coming knows that. So like, I'm not going to invite you over for a glass of wine and then just, you know, dump all over you. Right. Um, they've got to know that that's coming on right. too.
1: Right. And I like to say it this way, Marcia, I want everyone to be overt with their selling, not covert. You know, Correct. we've all had that experience where somebody does, or, or we think we're going on a date. Right. And then, <laughs> and then they pull out the, you know, uh, MLM presentation and I'm, not to diss MLM because I think it can be great for many people, but what I'm dissing is the covert selling approach. And we right. always want to be overt. So yes, Yes. that's and that's why I I got rid of the T's because I think that some ladies thought they were coming for just hanging out, which is fine. Mm -hmm. We can do the social thing, but I'm more interested in them coming to come have coffee and learn about how to get more clients, come have coffee and learn about X, Y, Z. So that's what we want to be. We want to be overt because here's the other exciting thing. Anybody that shows up to that when we're saying clearly what it is, then we know, bing, 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 they're interested, right? Mm-hmm. And they they're self, self-raising exactly. hands, yeah. Exactly. Love it, love it.
0: So, um, these things don't have to be expensive. They can be very inexpensive. You can host it in your office. You can host it in a, in a, in a coffee shop. You can host it in a library. You can host it in a a shared space. Um, you had mentioned that you have a space in San Francisco that you uh, have access to. I know that here in Orange County, there's lots of different places that you can host things at, and it doesn't need to be 50 or hundred people. 10 is totally intimate and awesome because then you get a chance to get to know everybody that's in the room as well
1: exactly and uh, one super tip let me give because you mentioned there's 10 people if there's 10 people great if there's 100 people you're gonna have difficulty following up with all those people so you do want to when you schedule your thing you want to schedule the next day time for follow-up also because don't be so busy that then you you do the thing but then you don't have time to connect with anybody and this Mm -hmm. is very very important when you schedule your thing schedule follow-up and let's also marcia be very clear that we can do this virtually also and that allows us to reach more people that are outside of our geographic area smart
0: smart katerina you came up with an idea um here i just lost my light um that uh you know, to have these events. Hattie, what if you don't have a big circle of influence of people to get to these events? How can, you, how can you find people for this event? Do you have any tricks on that? Yes, I do.
1: Yes, I do. You know, I have a lifetime supply. Okay, here's, here's the big thing. You know, it's, it's really cool, this point in our business evolution that we make friends online or make connections without even meeting people. Now, of course, there's ups and downs to that. But here's the up. The up is that we can send a direct message to someone and personally invite them to come to our thing. And this is the strategy that puts derriers in chairs if we're talking about a live event or puts smiles in the squares on the screen if we're talking about a virtual event is a personal invitation. That is it. It's not, here's what happens. Okay. Marcia, let, let's say this. So let's say, um, a business owner, they have a new business in your area. Okay. And you get an email, Hey, come to, uh, we're going to talk about the new business. Let's say it's a spa. Okay. Come and mm-hmm. find out about our services. And we're going to talk about stress management for women. And you get that email and you think, oh, that looks really good. And then maybe they're on the ball and they send you a postcard too. And you get that. You think, oh, yeah, I have to see if I can make that. Okay? None of those two things evoke the decision. Mm -hmm. But let's say the salon owner sends you a LinkedIn message. Marcia, I see that you're in our area. I would love to have you come. Would love to meet you. Would love to show you our space where you may want to host an event. Please let me know, Sheila Jones. Well, now she personally identified you. She personally invited you, and because I know, if nothing else, you're you're gracious. You are going to make a decision before you respond. Love that. And that is the difference between promotion: post here, post there, make a flyer, put on our website. All that is promotion. But when somebody personally invites you, bing, bing, now they're invoking yeah. a decision. Like
0: that. I like that. Because I think that's really important that you have to take that extra step and do the personal invite. And it can, be, it can still be typed. Even more importantly, you can pick up the phone and make a really impactful connection. Um, but I think that that's, I agree with you. I think that that's the piece that many people are missing when they do their promotional events, right? So I have a big event coming up and I'm doing promotion on it, but I'm going to take that little snippet and do some personal invitations to people that I'd like to have in the room that day.
1: So I like that a lot. And let me, let me take it even one step further. You mentioned Marcia, the phone call. Mm -hmm. We don't do that enough anymore. (laughs) Okay. And, And I like to recommend the double dip. So you make that phone call because that gets your beautiful energy, your positivity, that gets the, hey, Sheila, would love to see you there. That gets that out there. And then you back it up with one of the methods that's easier. And they say, hey, Sheila, I'm going to send you a LinkedIn message because I know that might make it easier for you to respond, right? Or I'm going to send you a personal email because when we do what I call the double dip, as a result... Now that it makes it easy for them, but we're still getting your positivity out there, which is very alluring to mm-hmm. have them come and join us. Positivity, okay. enthusiasm, certainty, confidence, this is alluring. And when we communicate that with our phone call, now they're going to give it even a second look. I like it. I like it.
0: Um this is great stuff. This is really helpful and and even so for me with my I have a big summit coming up. This is perfectly timed uh to help me uh and drive some people to that summit. So question for you, how do you feel about asking friends or co um business owners or different business owners to invite their friends? You know okay. the the joint venture kind of thing. What yes. do you think of
1: that? Yes let's take, let's take friends out of it. Not to imply that, um, well, I, 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 Marcy, He's I don't know your friends, but, but here's the thing, because we really are looking for people that can rave about us, not just personally, but professionally, mm-hmm. your clients are going to be great ravers for you. Right. And those are what I like to call your champions. Now, not all of them, The ones that you know are like you, they have a network, they are happy to be loud and proud. So yes, totally appropriate to ask them to share. Now this and everyone's business is different. What I want to say though, is when you're asking your clients to promote, invite people, I believe that you want to have a commission program, a referral program, because we're asking them to take their business time to promote our business. And they will do it once because they love you. What I want is I want long-term and lifelong champions. And so those people, you're going to give them a commission because they're the marketing arm that you didn't have to spend when they drop clients in your lap. And those people are already warmed up, right? But then also, Marcia, a little love, the five love languages, right? Send them a nice gift. Send them a personal note. Say thank you. All of these things go a long way to have them feel good about what they did. So they'll keep doing it. Love
0: it. And it's so important. Even though people say, no, thank you. They want to be thanked. And if they're taking their time, um, many industries accept a referral fee or share Mm -hmm. revenue. Um, I know attorneys, if, if they're not, if that's not their specialty, they'll refer it to another return attorney. And the other attorney is glad to take it and then they pay the other the, the right. referring attorney uh, a fee. And so right. that's common. And I don't think we should shy away from that, I agree, with our partners that we're asking to do work mm-hmm. to help us build. Um, even if it's not a, a a commission that they're not allowed to accept it for some reason we could return the we could be the reciprocal and do something for them as well and say hey i could share my information or brag about you on that so i think that that's really important so we've talked about um having a thing and i like that you 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 got a thing coming up and so it's always on the books and you're always inviting people it's always in your back pocket when you're out networking and talking to folks um and then we talked about um, how we get people into the seats. I think that that's really important to, to make that personal connection with them and, and invite them in and, and double tap and, and you know, hit different areas for them. And then we talked about joint ventures, bringing other people in to help market you. Is there anything else that can make these little events more successful to create Insta clients?
1: my gosh, there's, there's so many things you can do. Here's what I want to say is, let's say you're having your thing on Thursday. Make sure on Wednesday you give everybody a reminder call or a reminder direct message. And then after, you will always have people that don't show up. So one of the guiding principles here, Marcia, is we always over-enroll, okay? So if I, if I feel good about 10 people in the room, I want to enroll 15, Okay. Because then I'm going to have 10, 8, something like that. We always over-enroll. And then the other thing is those people that didn't come, don't make assumptions that they didn't want to be there or anything like that and make sure that you immediately invite them to the next thing. Yeah, be gracious
0: and say, hey, I, I understand things come up. Hey, I've got another thing coming up, right. which is important why you have so right. many of them consistently booked. Right. Love it. And what I what
1: I hear, just a lady said this to me a couple days ago. She said, Katerina, I didn't come to your thing. And then I got a Facebook message from you inviting me to the next thing. And she said, I, uh, that touched my heart that you, know, you gave me a personal message. Well, mm-hmm. hello, of course I did. But the point is that people think because of the email marketers that they just email, 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 people think that nobody's actually looking or watching them personally. So when we bring in even the personal LinkedIn or Facebook message, now they, they realize that we were actually expecting them and we noticed that they weren't there and we'd love for them to be there next time. I like that touch. I really do. I think it's important that we
0: own that space that we're in. And if we're inviting people to follow up with them and follow up afterwards with them, and if they didn't make it, let them know that we understand things come up, but we want you to come to the next one. Exactly. I actually experienced that with um, a lady I'm following. And um, she had a big event um, last week. And I went the first day and You know, I didn't really quite resonate with her language and and how she was going about it. And I had a whole bunch of stuff on my plate. So I didn't go day two or day three. And there were just a couple hours those days. But I got an email from her and it said, Marcia, we missed you. Are you coming? We've started and we don't see you. And I was like, she's watching me. (laughs) And what an impactful piece that was rather to just blow it off that they didn't show up. It was really it was I like really that. something. I'm gonna I do that. that. I'm gonna right? do that. Right. Well my my thing, my thing is, well, she was doing this all on, on the email and the internet system. So, you know, I think what um what what got me thinking is how did she do that, right? How did she know that I wasn't there? Um, but she, I guess, she had a small enough list or small enough group. I think there was like thirty or forty on the call that she could see that I wasn't there and checked her list. So she right. did. She did the little things, and I guess that's what I'm trying to right. present here: it's those little itty bitty things that make
1: such a recognizable difference to the audience. Absolutely, because we want our business, Marcia, to be not just high tech. We want it to be high touch. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of business owners have missed, embracing technology. It's important to automate. It's important to get our systems in place and all of these things. Mm -hmm. It's also important to recognize that there's a person behind Mm -hmm. that email and that people are more used to being invisible Mm -hmm. these days to going to a thing and not thinking anybody will notice if they're not there the next day. Mm -hmm. And so when we do notice that you're not there, you didn't come back, whatever it is, people are shocked that somebody actually noticed now, because, because that's not standard operating procedure. So the more our business can be high touch, the more we are going to have a lifetime supply of clients because it is unexpected. It was, it was.
0: So this has been so valuable, Katerina, the information, the concept, the way that every single business owner, whether you're a brick or mortar or you're a coach or you're you know uh, an attorney, you know what have you, you can use this method Absolutely. to create clients. And I just, I'm eating it up. I love it. It's great stuff. Thank you so much. So, Katerina, where can listeners find out more about you and, well, and your programs? Yeah.
1: Well, I love Facebook, so you can always send me a message on Facebook. Okay. And also, I have a Thriving Women in Business group on Facebook where we do a lot of things. And if you want to get my free thing on how to get booked for more speaking, because the more things you're booked for, you can invite people to come to your thing, you can go to Shiro Summit. Live.com shero s-h-e-r-o summitlive.com and you can get my free ebook on how to get booked and that's also where we have our amazing event about using speaking to grow your business love it this was i know this is
0: just a a snippet of what you provide in your expertise and i just really appreciate you coming on and i know the listeners are going to go Gobble up this book. I know I'm going to go get it because it just sounds amazing and you've been amazing. So I thank you for showing up today. Thank you. It's been so fun. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening today, folks. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will help you be more profitable. If you'd like to learn actually about this summit that I have coming up, uh, I'm super excited to invite you to it. It's actually going to be on October 19th, 20th, and 21st virtually. And uh, I'm going to be having 20 of my expert speakers and friends come on on um, the show to talk about that one strategy it will help you be more profitable. So you can go to bigprofitsummit.com and sign up and get early access. It is a free event. And like I said, 20 speakers are going to be there. It's going to be super valuable information. So I hope you go check it out. Uh, As always, I would love, Katerina would love to hear any of your questions, ideas, or feedback um, that you have for the show. Please comment. And better yet, subscribe so you can get more of this great information. This is episode 75. So there's been tons of episodes and we're striving for that 100 that's coming up right around the corner. So as always, you can catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Katerina, so
1: much. Thank you.